Republican leaders in the state assembly said they will consider stripping Milwaukee out of a bill that would overhaul the way the state funds local communities. It's Thursday, June 8th. This is Wisconsin Today. Good morning. I'm Alex Crow. Coming up, Joe Schultz reports on an Outagamie County board member who made anti-transgender comments. And Corinne Hess tells us about a program that allows incarcerated people to earn a degree. Stay with us. If you've never given before, but you look forward to listening to WPR every day, that's a sign it's time to donate. It means that WPR is important to you, and you are important to us. We're listener-supported radio, which means we count on money from people like you to make the programs possible. Make your first-ever contribution today at WPR.org. Thank you. Republican leaders in the Assembly say they are considering passing a local government funding bill without the parts that address the city of Milwaukee. As Anya Van Wagtendonk reports, a plan to add a local sales tax for Milwaukee has been the sticking point in negotiations. When the Assembly GOP bill was first introduced, Milwaukee leaders pushed back on a requirement that they could only institute a local sales tax if voters approved it. State Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahieu sided with them, saying he wanted the referendum provision to come out. On Wednesday, Republican Assembly Speaker Robin Voss said that leaders are aiming to resolve the entire bill this week. But if they don't... Anything that would affect just Milwaukee uh, would be gone. And again, that is not our first goal. We want to try to get this across the finish line. But we have been at this for weeks. Representative Mark Bourne, a co-chair of the legislature's budget writing committee, said his panel's work would be on hold until the local funding impasse is resolved. Anya Van Wagtendonk, Wisconsin Public Radio. New bills that would put new restrictions on unemployment insurance are headed to the governor's desk. The GOP bills could kick people off unemployment if they don't show up for job interviews or accept job offers. They would also penalize workers who damage an employer's property. During a press conference before yesterday's Senate session, Democratic Minority Leader Melissa Agard said the bills were a case of misplaced priorities for Republicans. Clearly, this is our Republican colleagues uh, looking for some sort of gotcha votes, uh, but I would think that they would be able to read the room uh, when it comes to outcomes of elections in Wisconsin over the last little less than a year. Uh, they're on the wrong side on this issue, um, and these types of tricks are not paying off for them. No Republicans spoke about the bills before they were passed by the Senate yesterday on party line votes. Governor Tony Evers is likely to veto the bills. The Outagamie County Board sent a message that it does not support recent comments Supervisor Tim Hermes made about the transgender community. As Joe Schultz reports, the board voted on Tuesday to censure him. Last month, Hermes said men were pretending to be women to use bathrooms with young girls. He doubled down on those comments at the meeting. When you have biological men going into a girl's changing room, a woman's bathroom, and all the worry and concern and fears that people have surrounding that, that is what I find disgusting. LGBTQ rights groups say there's no evidence to support those claims. Supervisor Steve Thede says Hermes has a track record of making derogatory comments about transgender people. This is a pattern. We have all seen it. This is going to continue. 
We need to take a stand that we don't agree with what he's done or said. The censure comes after protests from trans rights activists. Joe Schultz, Wisconsin Public Radio. Wisconsinites could soon go to their pharmacists to get birth control under a bipartisan bill in the state assembly. Pharmacists could prescribe and dispense contraceptive patches and pills to people above the age of 18 years. People would first have to fill out a self-assessment questionnaire and undergo blood screening. The legislation comes less than a month after the FDA recommended the approval of the country's first over-the-counter birth control pill. Republican Representative Joel Kitchens is the lead author. He said at a public hearing on Tuesday, the policy change would lead to fewer unplanned births and abortions in the state. We should not be putting up artificial barriers to prevent increased access to birth control, especially when there's no medical basis to do so. Pro-life Wisconsin has registered against the bill. The anti-abortion group says it opposes all forms of artificial contraception. Kitchen says participation by pharmacists is voluntary, and he's optimistic that the bill will pass. Forty-nine people incarcerated in Wisconsin's correctional institutions have found a reason to have hope this week. Corinne Hess reports on a federal program that allows inmates to earn a degree while they serve their time. The inmates are at correctional institutions across the state. They earn their certificates or associate's degrees through second chance programs at technical colleges. Jimmy Cunningham was released from prison in October after serving eight years for armed robbery. While incarcerated, he got his high school diploma and began working on the college certificate he earned this week. Padding the blue book holding his new diploma, Cunningham says he's not going back to prison. I know this is gonna keep me down the right path, so I'm not gonna give up on myself, I'm not gonna let myself down or anybody else that do believe in me. Second Chance was established in 2015 to provide Pell Grants to incarcerated individuals. It was recently expanded by the Biden administration. Corrine Hess, Wisconsin Public Radio. And finally, Prairie du Chien is marking the 350th anniversary of Marquette and Joliet's exploration in Wisconsin this month. The 1673 voyage for New France helped prove the Great Lakes and Gulf of Mexico were connected by water. It was also the European discovery of Wisconsin rivers, including the Fox, Wisconsin, and Mississippi. Martha Quirin-Schultz is the anniversary social media director. She says it's been a challenging event to plan for. It is a celebration of history, but it, it can also be kind of a dark moment in history because it changed the lives of the peoples that already lived here. Native Americans had already inhabited the area for thousands of years. Marquette and Joliet arrived in Prairie du Chien on June 17, 1673, a month after coming through Green Bay. The Prairie du Chien event will be held June 16th through the 18th. It will combine historical events like a rendezvous with a traditional Wisconsin festival. And that'll do it. Thanks for joining us for Wisconsin Today. I'm your host, Alex Crow. Our producers are John Davis and Bridget Bowden. As always, catch us wherever you get your podcasts every weekday morning. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.